We are here to give you strength between Sundays. You have to be mindful. When you get hooked up with the devil, it's not going to work out. You're not going to get away with it. But John 10, 10 says, he came to steal, kill, and destroy you. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. You're a donut away from Sunday school. Right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Claw is discomfort, pain, or a tired feeling in your legs that happens when you walk or exercise and goes away when you rest. Visit www.vascularweb.org. The Don Crow Show is brought to you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, I highly recommend that you go to PassportAuto.com and find Passport's nearest dealership to where you live. And what a great selection to choose from. BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And right now, Passport also has over a 1,000 certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider as well. Again, find your nearest dealership at the website PassportAuto.com. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there, and welcome to this edition of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get to hang out together. And delighted today to again share the day with the Bill Bunkley, a Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Welcome aboard. It's the great Frederick Fair this year celebrating the 156th fair on September 14th through 22nd. And on September 22nd, Matthew West and Jordan Fignes will be there with doors opening at 6.30 p.m., showtime starting 7.30 p.m. Now, Matthew, as many of you already know, is a five-time Grammy nominee, multiple ASCAP Christian Music Songwriter, Artist of the Year winner. Dove Award recipient, uh, awarded the American Music Award, Bill, uh, Billboard Music Award, and on it goes. K-Love Fan Award, named Billboard's Hot Christian Songwriter of the Year in 2016, and much more to his credit. He's also the author of five books, including Give This Christmas Away, The Story of Your Life, Forgiveness, Today is Day One, and his newest release, Hello, My Name Is. By the way, you can learn more about Matt's uh, work and ministry at his website, MatthewWest.com. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Hey, good to talk to you today. How did it all start for you as a songwriter and a recording artist uh, and uh, a literary artist as well? That's a trifecta, if you will. How did it all start? (laughs) Well, it started by way of a dream that didn't come true. Uh, My first dream was to be a baseball player and I'm a huge sports fan. And so uh, when that first, you know, one in a million dream didn't come true and I realized I couldn't hit a curveball, I decided, (laughs) well, why not trade one impossible dream for another? 
impossible dream. And uh, I started to pursue music. And I realized actually growing up that people had, you know, who had crossed my path throughout my upbringing were always pointing me to realize that I had a gift in music. But it was a gift that I really didn't uh, pay much attention to until until that one dream went away. And so I began pursuing music. I studied music in college on a scholarship, and uh, I began writing songs more specifically as a college student. My first uh, concerts were at the dorms, college dorms and uh, coffee shops and things like that, and uh, things took off from there, and my career actually got its first start by being a songwriter behind the scenes. I moved to Nashville and became a staff songwriter with some of my first songs being recorded by other artists. Um, and that's kind of how I got my foot in the door. And now to this day, I get to make my own records as well as continue to write songs behind the scenes uh, for other artists as well. So um, it's led me to where I am today. I'm, I'm very thankful to be able to make music, and I'm super excited to come to Frederick to, to sing songs and uh, have a great time with my band and in front of a live audience at the fair. Well, I know folks are looking forward to it. By the way, folks, you can learn more at thegreatfrederickfair.com. You can get information there, get your tickets there. Also go to wava.com, and uh, you may find some uh, links uh, to connect that way as well. Uh, talk about your own Christian faith. What kind of, uh, what part has it played early on and even up to the moment? Absolutely. You know, um, I mean, my faith is uh, really what I, what I like to call the driving force of my life. And as a result, it's the driving force of the music that I make. You know, I think there's lots of kinds of music out there in the world. And I've just always felt that it was important um, that, you know, I should use my gift of music uh, to put a positive message into the world. You know, there's a lot of people feeling hopeless in our world now more than ever. And, and I hope my music can shine a bright light and, and help people to remember that there's always hope. So that's very important in my personal life, but also how I use my platform as an artist and, and speaker. I grew up a preacher's kid. My dad is a, was a minister for 38 years uh, at a church in Chicago. And now today he's still a pastor, but he travels on the road with me. And so he's going to be at the Great Frederick Fair with me. He helps run our nonprofit organization. And at our concerts, we actually make it available to people if, if anybody's at the concert that needs to speak to somebody. You know, the reality is there's a lot of people that come to my concert who, you know, they might be putting on a smile and having a good time at the concert. But, but in their real world, they're going through a tough battle, whether it's an illness or a family struggle, a financial issue or, or depression or an addiction of some kind. The bottom line is that we all have junk in our lives, junk that we're dealing with and stuff that maybe we feel like uh, we're having to face it alone. And I love for my concerts to be that reminder that you can't make it on your own, but you don't have to. And so my dad's a big part of my music and career now, uh, actually meeting and praying with people after our concerts. And so that's why we're so excited about this concert, because we believe that our concerts can be more than a concert, but a time where the crowd gets rejuvenated and revived and reminded of the hope that they have. And then they leave, you know, with a brighter outlook on life. Talk about All In, your latest album. And I read that it really is kind of uh, one of your most personal albums that you've created. What, what's it all about? Where will it take folks? Well, I'm a storyteller at heart. And uh, over the last several years, I've kind of done something different with my artist platform. I've actually given 
fans a chance to inspire the songs that I write. And so uh, I've collected thousands of stories from across the country. People have shared their stories with me, and many of those stories have inspired songs on my records and songs that the crowd will hear at the fair, songs that they hear on the radio, uh, whether it's a song called Forgiveness inspired by a single mom named Renee or a song called Hello, My Name Is, which was inspired by uh, a young man named Jordan and his battle with addiction, and the list goes on. But this record, All In, really I shared a lot more of my own story. And uh, and so it's very first person about my journey of trying to live the best life that I can and uh, and to hopefully reach the end of my life with no regrets. And that's really the heartbeat of this album is is uh, is no regrets. As my high school coach used to say, leave it all on the field. And uh, I'm trying to live my life and leave it all on the field, do the best I can, not just as a singer, but uh, more importantly, hopefully as a husband and a father. And uh, if you can hear my dog barking in the background, (laughs) even as a dog owner. (laughs) I hear you. Well, listen, one more thing. This fall, you're headed out on tour with Jeremy Camp, no less. Talk about that. I'm really excited about that. That's going to take place just after we play the Frederick fair um jeremy camp's a good buddy of mine he's had great success in his career we've never done a tour together so we're looking forward to traveling across the country and you know i feel like i'm always on tour just uh by the end of 2018 i will have performed over over 100 concerts uh and so uh it's been a it's been a full year already and uh you know i'm just thankful for every opportunity i get i remember playing at barnes and noble's bookstore for two people so (laughs) the fact that i get to come to the great frederick fair uh i just need your listeners to promise me that there's going to be more than two people at the great frederick fair uh so that's my goal you know as long as i never have to go back to the barnes and nobles (laughs) and play for mom and dad only then uh then i'll consider it a job well done but at the same time you know i'm thankful for those early beginnings and uh and I, I love to sing so much that you know i'd like to think that even if there was only two people at a show i'd still get up and uh, and give it my best because i'm thankful for this chance to make music i hear you thank you my friend good to talk with you and i know the crowds will be there on the on the on uh, september 22nd well thank you so much and i appreciate you allowing me to share my story today you have a great day you too matthew west uh, he and uh, jordan Felix. Going to be at the Great Frederick Fair on September 22nd. Now, the fair runs the 14th through the 22nd. You can go to their website, thegreatfrederickfair.com, get your tickets, get more information. And I'm sure that uh, Matt and his dad and the folks there would love to meet you on the 22nd. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley. 
keeping believers in touch with God. All the way through the scriptures, we have discovered men and women who were men and women of conviction. Think about how many times Paul was persecuted. His convictions held solid, immovable, and unchangeable. Now, most people today do not have unwavering convictions. They live by one or two methods, either by preference. What do I prefer in this situation, this circumstance, which is best for me, easiest for me, the most profitable to me, and will get me the most uh, acclaim or the most acceptance? Or by conviction, basic beliefs held so strongly that nothing you say or do will cause me to say yes or no when I should be firm in what I believe. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Recently, the government announced that last quarter the U.S. economy grew at 4.2%. That's more than two and a half times the average growth rate during the past 10 years. Predictably, critics of the president and his tax policies claim tax cuts had nothing to do with it. For them, it's just a coincidence that after a decade of stagnation, the economy just happened to perk up right after the tax cuts. Business profits have also spiked since the tax cuts, and take-home pay is up more than 5% in the last year. More coincidences? Or perhaps the tax cuts are actually working as intended, removing the punishing rates of taxation on profits, increasing output, creating more jobs, and higher pay rates for those jobs. It worked under Kennedy, Reagan, and G.W. Bush. Now it's working for Trump and for America. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Summertime itches from bug bites, sunburn, and poison ivy need fast relief. Try Gold Bond Maximum Relief Cream with two maximum strength medicines that cool and soothe pain and itch on contact. And for those everyday itches from rashes, dry skin, allergies, even recurring conditions, there's new Gold Bond Intensive Healing Cream with two medicines and seven moisturizers that work a full 24 hours. Remember, for a quick itch fix, get Maximum Relief Cream. And for long-lasting healing, pick up new Intensive Healing Cream. Only from Gold Bond. Use as directed. Sunday mornings at 9.30. Don't miss Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, lead pastor of Center Point Church in Val Rico. Pastor Bryant gets to the core of Jesus' actual teachings and what they mean to those who've followed Christ for years and to those still searching. There is freedom, forgiveness, and purpose in Jesus Christ. Listen every Sunday morning at 9.30 for Unfiltered Radio on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. Pro Show on WAVA, brought you in part by Passport Auto Group Stores. Hey, you can take your own virtual internet tour of one of their dealerships by just going to their website. Go to PassportAuto.com. If you want to take a look at BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, Mini. And Passport also always has a wide selection of certified pre-owned vehicles you may want to consider. But just find your nearest dealership by going to that website, PassportAuto.com. 
Now, each week here on the Don Crow Show, we take a segment of the show speaking with someone from the Washington, D.C.-based 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Now, that's a Christian human rights organization dedicated to empowering a global movement to advance religious freedom as a universal right of all people, the goal being to advance freedom of belief and safeguard persecution in numerous hostile places around the world. That's where you'll hear us talk about all these different places. By the way, you can learn more and partner with 21st Century at their website, 21wilberforce.org, 21wilberforce.org. Today, I'm happy to welcome Judy Golub to the show. Judy has more than 25 years of experience working here in Washington with congressional staff, federal agencies, White House, and more, and most recently serving as the Director of Congressional Affairs and Policy and Planning at USERF the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. Hi, Judy. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, First, if you would uh, tell us about the USERF Prisoners of Conscience project itself. I know there's a website for it, and that's one of the things I think we wanted to focus on. What is that? What does it do? Well, the project was set up several years ago to respond to this challenge. All of us read the paper every day and hear about all of these things that are happening in the world. You know, 100,000 people are displaced in Iraq or Syria, or there's a million refugees in Burma. And the numbers and the events, it just makes you, you, you can't comprehend it. So we wanted to really focus on the violations of religious freedom and not only the laws and policies that that constitute this violation, but the impact on people themselves. So that's where the uh, USERF created the Religious Freedom Project, to focus on people who are detained because of the religious beliefs, actions, identity, or advocacy, and highlight as well the laws and policies of the country that that got them detained in the first place. Now, these governments understand the power of religion, and that's why they detain people for the religious beliefs. And if you go on the site, you see where each individual USERF commissioners have, have decided to work in support of a prisoner, and that means advocating in their support. Now, we, we really hope sometimes that prisoners will be freed. In some cases in the past, we hope that some of the commissioners' effort did help achieve the freedom. But if that doesn't happen, we're told that sometimes people will get a blanket or more water or more food because they know, these governments know, that these people have not been disappeared. People know that they exist and and are working on their behalf. So that was the reason for the project at USERF, and it was also for the reason for the project at the Tom Lantos Human Rights Commission, the Defending Freedoms Project. Yeah, talk about that because I did want to ask you about that as well. That was back in 2012. Tom Lantos, uh, a great human rights advocate himself. And uh, what is the Defending Freedom Project? Yes, interestingly enough, at that point, his daughter Katrina Lantos Sweat was a chair of a chair of USERF, and obviously, she's very strongly supportive of of her of her father's legacy and prisoners. So. She and the user staff worked with uh, the, then it was uh, Representative Wolf and Representative Hulk, uh, McGovern at the Tom Lantos to create a project where members of Congress, like the user project, select a prisoner to support and work on their behalf. And if you go on the Lantos website, you'll see the Defending Freedoms Project, and you can see 
um, all of the prisoners who the commission has highlighted and those prisoners that members of Congress have adopted um, to work in support of. And I've For seen, instance, I, you know, I was just going to say, I've seen some of those photographs and read some of the brief descriptions of each of these individual folks. Folks, you want to do that because it gives you a sense of reality that you don't have by just reading a paragraph. Seeing the person's picture, reading a bit of their story really brings it home, doesn't it? It does, and that's why it's so important because we are so um, we are so full of all these stories and these things and events and the figures of people, and it just becomes too much when you have huge numbers. But if you can focus on one person mm. and you can really understand um, what's going on in terms of that prisoner, the laws, and what people every day face because of their religious beliefs, advocacy, or just that they happen to be a member of a certain religious groups and they're targeted by that government. And it's something that people can do, individual people can do. Churches or synagogues can work in support of these prisoners, work with their members of Congress, and, and, make, and you can make a difference. We're talking with Judy Golub. She is with the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative. Uh, this is our weekly visit with uh, folks from this wonderful organization. Their website. Actually, I, go ahead. I don't work at. I work with Wilberforce, but I am not a staff at Wilberforce. Thank you. I, I uh, yes, that, that's an important point. Uh, but that's the that describes Wilberforce itself. They really reach out and network in all different directions on behalf of human. Free- and I wanted to also have you, Judy, comment on what I know you're aware of. Uh, It seems uh, basic to say it, but I think we need to remind ourselves that one man's freedom being uh, abridged in any way really threatens my freedom. In other words, we may say, well, I'm not fill in the blank. I'm not a Buddhist or I'm not uh, a Muslim or I'm not, uh, you know, as I say, fill in the blank. So therefore, it doesn't apply to me. Everyone's freedom is interrelated, isn't it? Well, yes, every freedom is interrelated and... Um, and more directly, if the government's going to come for one group, they're probably going to come for another group. For instance, if you look at the Middle East, there was a thriving Jewish community in, community in Iraq. That community is basically gone, and now you see other groups, including Christians, being targeted. So we are interconnected very, very definitely. Is the best site to go to W uh, W S? I'm sorry, USCIRF, USCIRF.gov? Yes, USCIRF.gov. Talk to us about House Resolution 750, a bipartisan effort, very important one in process right now. Right. So you have incredibly important and effective leaders in Congress on religious freedom of belief, and two of them now are chairs of the Tom Lantos Commission, Representative Hulkerin and Representative McGovern. And they jointly introduced a measure to have a Prisoners of Conscience Day. Um, and, And that day can be used by advocates in the United States and elsewhere as an organizing tool to support prisoners of conscience. It's another reminder that we need to work in support of these prisoners you know, every day until they're free. Now, what uh, what is it going to take for this uh, uh, to pass? Is it a bill that's being resisted at all, or is it simply one that just needs a lot of attention? I think it needs the oof of people who can pick up the phone and call their members of Congress and say, this is important to me, you need to do it. There's so many things going on 
um, that are very time sensitive, and this may not seem time sensitive, but one day being tortured is one day too much. One day being detained unfairly is one day too much. So, um, so it be so we need people to support this measure and get it through. It's H- because countries pay yeah. attention. They pay attention. China does not like to be called out for um, detaining prisoners of conscience. I'm glad you mentioned that. We have talked uh, with others from 21 Wilberforce previously. Uh, Again, uh, the average American may think, well, my opinion really doesn't matter much, uh, even with Congress. But I read that, uh, say, 15 people from one congressional district can get uh, some action on the part of their congressman or congresswoman if they will all just uh, make that effort. And then, as you've said, these foreign governments, these uh, uh, like North Korea or China or some of the other abusive governments, they really do care about world opinion about them. They do. They very much do care, and we have proof of that an awful lot, an awful lot. So this is where picking up the phone, calling, talking to your member of Congress when he's in the district saying, I'm concerned about this, it does make a difference. Appreciate you talking with us, Judy. hope we can do it again. I, I thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it, and, and have a good day. You too. Judy Golub, and again, she doesn't work for the 21st Century Wilberforce Initiative, but she's one of the many who works in concert with the efforts because there are common goals. As I said at the outset, she's had a quarter of a century of experience on the Hill working in various areas. Most recently, she herself served as the Director of Congressional Affairs and Policy and Planning at USERF, as we call it, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, which itself, as if you don't know, it's an independent federal commission that monitors religious freedom all over the world and then makes policy recommendations to the president, to the secretary of state, and the uh, Congress. Very, very important uh, function all its own. USERF.org on the web if you want to find out more about it. Stay with us. We have more to talk about here on the Don Crow Show. Coming up next, a recent conversation I had with Johnny Erickson Tata about one of the horrible scourges of our land and of the world, and that is physician-assisted suicide growing, even now being used on children in some countries. Stay with us. Sometimes it may feel like the troubles of the world are pulling us down. When that happens, we should pick ourselves back up with the power of God's love. Godvine.com makes it easy to brighten even the darkest day with uplifting and inspiring videos and stories chosen especially for you to lift you up and strengthen you in your walk with Jesus. From powerful stories of healing, miracles, and angels to heartwarming videos of love, surprises, and joy to cute and funny videos that'll have you laughing out loud. Godvine has just what you need for the best uplifting videos filled with joy, hope, and love to brighten your day. Join millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. For a happier day right away, visit us at godvine.com. Godvine.com. That's godvine.com. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. 
Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truth of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Self-discipline might be one of the most difficult personal attributes to cultivate. Hello, this is Chuck Swindoll. Self-discipline. It's right there with patience and self-control. For example, we know that no runner completes the training or a race without it. No weight loss program is ever maintained without it. No human body is kept fit. No mind is sharpened. No temptation is overcome without it. If you want to put a stop to mediocrity in your life, to replace excuses with fresh determination, and procrastination with tough-minded perseverance, you need self-discipline. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. Do you have a cracked or broken windshield and full coverage insurance? Do you want a new windshield at no charge and up to $100 cash back on the spot for your damaged windshield? Call Autoglass America today at 813-96-GLASS. They work for you, not your insurance company. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Autoglass America. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. It is sad to see the open rebellion by Democratic elected leaders, radical organizations, and individuals that openly disregard the law and engage in shameful and disrespectful behavior. The disrespect and disruption of this confirmation process is unprecedented, uncivil, and mean-spirited. Those sage words by my guest this hour commenting on this week's Shameful debacle brought to us by the Democrats and the radical left during those Senate judiciary hearings held for President Trump's current nominee to the U.S. Supreme Court, Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, Happy to talk with Matt Staver, President of Liberty Council. And it's always great to have you with us, Matt. Uh, 
Talk, if you would, about your report uh, from yesterday. You said from the opening statement by the chairman through today, the final day of the hearings, the Senate Democrats have engaged in and encouraged civil disobedience. Talk more about that and the other egregious behaviors on the part of the Democrats and uh, the radical protesters. Well, you begin with the very opening statement of Senator Chuck uh, Grassley, who is the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. In his first 40 minutes of opening statement, he was interrupted 44 times. And the interruptions began with the Senate Democrats on the Judiciary Committee. Within eight seconds of his opening statement was the first interruption, and it continued on 44 times over a period of 40 minutes. And that was just the first 40 minutes. Uh, what we also know is uh, Peggy Neenaber, who is with Faith in Action, uh, one of our affiliated uh, organizations uh, that we work with in Washington, D.C., was able to attend the hearings both inside and outside, and what she observed was obviously uh, disturbing. We posted some of these on our website, lc.org, as we've updated people throughout the week. But it's clear that people were paid $50 to protest and to be arrested. They were given free lunch, free breakfasts, $50, and bail money when they got arrested. This was a coordinated, financially um, motivated, uh, orchestrated event. They had people uh, signing civil disobedience forms on a uh, table that had been set up outside. Uh, This was orchestrated. And uh, this was planned to completely disrupt and shut down uh, the hearings. And the Senate Democrats actually participated in that as well, and they encouraged some of this outrageous uh, conduct. People uh, came in dressed with women uh, with shorts on, uh, short shorts, and they had uh, fake blood uh, painted uh, in their crotch area dripping down their legs, and they would be arrested. Uh, They had people, uh, a man dressed in like a full human condom over his entire body. Uh, They had uh, women that had come dressed as uh, those depicted in the handmaiden tale, people who are women who are forced to carry uh, children and to care for them. I mean, this was an outrageous display of events. It was despicable. It is shameful. It was coordinated by organizations. Uh, A number of organizations participated in it. They were providing financial remuneration for these protesters. Uh, Hundreds of protesters throughout this week were arrested and taken to jail. But that didn't stop more and more protesters. In fact, 73 protesters were arrested uh, yesterday. Security was exceptionally tight uh, throughout these days, more security than I've ever seen for any similar event in history. Never witnessed anything uh, like this uh, whatsoever. It is really the uh, absolute rebellion against the rule of law. And we can go on and on and talk about more of the details of what happened. Well, what are the roots, in your view, of the animus and the rage uh, against this very highly qualified candidate? I mean, I was thinking about it. Judge Clarence Thomas had his own baptism of fire, as we remember, didn't have any picnic during his hearings. And we all know what happened to another eminently qualified jurist, Judge Robert Bork. But this goes way beyond, at least in the conduct of the hearings, anything we've seen, doesn't it? Oh, it goes way beyond anything we've seen. Uh, In fact, the hearings were so vile, so outrageous, so insulting, 
that Ashley Kavanaugh, Judge Brett Kavanaugh's wife, on the first day brought their two daughters, and she had to escort them from the hearing room. The children were not even allowed to be able to hear this because uh, they were being uh, so upset by the kinds of antics that they saw and horrible, vulgar, vile language. His mother and father uh, were brought to tears on the very first day. I mean, this is shameful. This is absolute, complete disrespect. There's a person who committed a felony. It's actually it's, it's a crime to uh, write things or put things on the outside of the United States Supreme Court. Uh, one night during the hearings, they uh, shown on the back side, the east side of the Supreme Court, the side that has the Ten Commandments on, a big picture of Kavanaugh with a line through his face uh, and said something about, uh, only you can stop the deep dumpster dive, uh, suggesting that that was a dumpster dive to get Kavanaugh on the United States Supreme Court. All of this revolves around the battle line of the U.S. Supreme Court, and there's two sides of that issue. There's the common sense side, and that is judges ought to follow their job description, and that is they ought to interpret the law, not make the law. That is the job description, if you will, of a judge. They are interpreters of the law, whether it be the Constitution or the statutes that they're reviewing. They're not makers of the law. That's the job description. That's how judges ought to be. And yet there is another group of people, and this is the group that wanted to stop the hearings at all costs. They failed, by the way, in doing so. But they wanted to stop the hearings at all costs because they want a judge that's an activist judge that will actually impose his or her own personal views. But not just their personal views, personal views that these protesters and these Democrats agree with. Namely, they want them to impose abortion when it's not in the Constitution, same-sex marriage when it's not in the Constitution, and any other liberal cause that they can't get through the democratic process, either through their elected officials or through a constitutional amendment. That's who they want on the bench. And if they're not going to get somebody like that on the bench, they would rather literally uh, break down the entire democratic system and bring down the entire process uh, and devolve it into chaos. But through this process, um, I watched these hearings throughout the week. Judge Brett Kavanaugh was calm, deliberate. He was exceptionally well-prepared, exceptionally knowledgeable about, about the issues and the cases. And then, uh, for those that tried to derail him, they did not even lay a glove on him. In fact, even yesterday. Well, let's, uh, hearing... I, want, I want to take a break right here because there's much more. We have to get the breaks in, but I'll be right back. Matt Staver with me because uh, he's uh, astute on these matters. He spent many, many years in the courts and before the Supreme Court and elsewhere. And uh, so we value his insights. He's the president of Liberty Council. Gave you a website, lc.org. You can follow up on that. Also, their other website is libertycouncil.com. Stay with us. We'll be back with more. On the next Uncontainable podcast, have we got some necessary truth for you. Kevin McCullough, will you join us? Dr. Ed Young, Dr. Greg Laurie, and Jeff Shreve all tackle the very, very tough topic of why suffering happens to people. There's a variety of reasons and a variety of responses that we might be tempted to pursue. But what's the right one? Next time on Uncontainable at ChristianRadio.com and this station's website. 
Are you ready for something real? I think people just want something real. Are you ready for a church where people are genuine? You know, it's been our motto since I was a kid. I'm a real person living a real life for a real Jesus, having a real good time. Then you're ready for Real Church, a life-giving church doing whatever it takes for you to know, love, and live purpose. We're a family and coming in to help and serve. Join us at Real Church beginning September 16th with services at 10 a.m. and 1130 in the Clearwater High School Auditorium at 504 Hercules Avenue. As they walk through they see people holding these signs that say that you're welcome here we're glad you're here they see smiling faces and people welcoming them real church with pastor david phillips beginning september 16th with services at 10 a.m and 11:30 in the clearwater high school auditorium i see real church as a church that's so genuine and so real that it helps to change the culture of your home it helps to change the culture of your job and empowers you to be jesus to your world details at realchurch.us that's realchurch.us Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. And I'm telling you, for me, I'm just saying that what changed in me that day is I realized that there were, there were elements and aspects of our family that I had, I had almost literally gone, that's more her responsibility. Household chores can be a source of conflict in any home, and this is Focus on the Family Minute. Dr. Greg Smalley walked into a mess at home and asked his wife what he could do to help, and they had quite an argument. My responsibility is this, her responsibility is that, you get your stuff done, I'll get my stuff done. I know there's crossover and overlap, but I mean, I think it just, I heard that differently you know, where I realized, no, 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 no. I told her, I said, you know, from this day forward, this is, I am equally responsible for all of it. And so let's just then figure out how are we going to divide this up? But it's no longer, hey, how can I help when I'm at home? More from Greg about working together to share chores at familyminute.org. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. The good news is that Jesus Christ, God's Son, came to us when we could not come to God. And He gave Himself. He offered Himself up on the cross for our sins. Praise God for that. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Bill Carl here, Don Crow. Today's host for the Bill Bunkley Show returns in a moment. In the meantime, this reminder, private Christian schools in the Tampa Bay area are already enrolling for next year. If you're considering enrolling your student for the very first time, first go to our website, christiantuitions.com. Half off your first year's tuition at the area's best Christian schools, christiantuitions.com. With the Bill Bunkley Show audience, uh, that's good, it's Friday. The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 
9, 10 a.m. and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Matt Staber with me, president of Liberty Council, talking about the debacle uh, uh, of the Senate hearings this week. Uh, no fault, certainly, of uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh and some of the Republican leaders, but uh, the Democrats uh, doing themselves in despicability, if that's a word, and they're uh, they're they're. Uh, Cohorts, if you will, and consorts from the grassroots as well. Activists coming in from off the street almost, it seems, uh, Matt. And uh, uh, Cory Booker certainly, I think, displayed who he really is in spades this week. Yeah, this was uh, outrageous, but this kind of gives you an example of what's going on and what went on this week. Cory Booker... um, you, I mean, they wasted an entire hour of the hearing yesterday, and Cory Booker kind of led the charge by saying he was going to engage in civil disobedience and that this would be his Spartacus moment. This is like going back to the movie where uh, you know Spartacus uh, led the uh, revolt of the slaves and that this was going to be his moment, and he understood the consequences of revealing a so-called confidential email because it was – the public's right to know what was in the email. And, in fact, he said he understood that he could actually be uh, expelled from the United States Senate, which is the consequence of violating the confidentiality like that. That is part of the Senate rules. Uh, but the whole thing was a hoax because the email that he wanted to release was an email written uh, back in the George W. Bush time, right after 9-11. Uh, uh, it was addressing the issue of racial profiling. And uh, that uh, email had already been released for declassification, and at the request of Senator Booker, when he requested it, it was actually released. It was not even confidential. It wasn't something that the White House or the Bush administration was holding confidential. Uh, So he was making an argument about something that just didn't even exist, number one. Number two, he wanted to give this idea that it was being withheld because it had something to do with uh, Kavanaugh's alleged a racial profiling. In fact, the email was a, a comment by Kavanaugh in which he opposed opposed racial profiling. So, uh, if, uh, on the issue of confidentiality, it wasn't. Uh, it was already released. Uh, and secondly, it actually ran against completely Booker's idea that it shows him supporting racial profiling when the actual email is him explicitly saying that he's not in favor of racial profiling. Uh, this was all the theatrics and the histrionics uh, of what was going on during this hearing. And like I said, this was led by Senate Democrats on the judiciary hearing. And if they were not radical enough, and they're not apparently radical enough for their supporters, uh, even in those kinds of antics and encouraging the civil protest and the arresting and the disruption and disrespect and so forth. Senator Schumer, the minority leader for the Democrats, received a letter after the first day of hearings from a number of different organizations. Uh, They were uh, chastising him. Why? Because the Democratic leadership was not strong enough, not disruptive enough, not um, – offensive enough uh, for their likes. So this is a very strange moment in our history. We have a party uh, that has become radicalized, and they are uh, setting the tone 
for super radicalization of their followers, and even their radicalization is not sufficient for some of these followers and some of these big organizations that are supporting them. And so in order for them to continue moving to the far, far left, they have to move even further to satisfy the insatiable appetite of these uh, protesters and organizations to create havoc and chaos. Well, I want to take a break on that note and come back and ask you how it's going to play out. Uh, will this, in fact, really damage uh, some of the Democrats who need to get reelected uh, come midterms? Uh, I think the American people may well make them pay a price for this, uh, contrary to what the Democrats themselves may hope. But stay with us. We have more with Matt Staver here on the Don Crow Show. LC.org. You can check it out further at their website, Liberty Council, LC.org. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. Who do you work for? Weekday afternoons at 3. Join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work For Him. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I work for him. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. No man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. These words by John Donne, a 16th century poet and cleric, are a beautiful picture of the human need for community. One of the main concerns many have with homeschooling is socialization. Your local homeschool community may offer enough socialization, but let me encourage you to broaden your circle and get involved in your state homeschool organization and attend their conferences. Local or regional homeschool conferences, such as the annual Thrive North Carolina Home Educators Conference in my home state, can be a wonderful way to experience community broader than your local circle. NCHE has a vision for flourishing families and thriving generations in which people remain passionate, curious, and actively engaged in learning. At the Thrive Annual Conference, families receive encouragement through a variety of inspirational speakers and workshops. You'll enjoy browsing through their extensive vendor hall, and you'll connect with like-minded families. One of the most popular aspects of state conferences is the children's camps run by teens and young adults. Thrive also celebrates teens and homeschooling alumni through workshops, fun activities, fellowship, a talent showcase, and a statewide graduation ceremony every spring. Check out your own state's homeschooling organization to find out what opportunities are available beyond their annual conference. And please support your state organization as it stays in touch with legislators, keeping homeschooling legal in your state. As homeschoolers, it's very important that we don't isolate ourselves and make our homeschool an island. Connect with your state homeschool organization, especially if you have a lot of experience as a homeschooler. We need you. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bordens. To learn more, visit ClassicalConversations.com. 
invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. It is education that will transform you and will compel you to do great things to the glory of God. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Now, in the end, it all works out, and Christ rewards us. But in the short time, there is a price to pay for being a Christian. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Catch your second wind with encouragement from Scripture. Weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. Whatever happens in the morning and the afternoon and night, all may change, but Jesus never. And at 2.30, verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. When it comes to obedience to God's Word, is do what the Word says and let the chips fall where they may. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show on 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Matt Staver with me for a couple of more minutes. Matt, how is this going to play out conceivably uh, for the election itself? And, of course, I think it's a pretty much a fait accompli that the Kavanaugh will be approved, which makes it even sadder that they did all of this histrionics. Well, you know, I think for some people it uh, might energize them to uh, vote. Some people like what they see. I think for the average common decent uh, person, though, when they see this, uh, I can't imagine that they want to have this kind of thing continue into the future. This is what you're looking at. This is the orchestrated battle that's coming up for the midterms. And if that's the kind of future you want, then you've got a choice. If you want to have some civility and some common sense, and some values, uh, you also have a choice, and you need to make that choice known. Uh, we are literally at a critical moment of history in this upcoming midterm, and you can see it right there over this battle of the Supreme Court. This may not be the last Supreme Court nomination that President Trump has the opportunity to fulfill. One out of seven, every federal uh, court of appeals judges right now are, are constitutionals, people that respect the Constitution that have been nominated and now confirmed by President Trump. So that's what they want to stop, and that's what's at stake. On this last moment, uh, there are those who uh, say, well, Judge uh, Kavanaugh has already indicated that he accepts what he calls settled law. That was important to uh, the lady from Maine. uh, And uh, does that mean he really is uh, not going to bend should Roe v. Wade come up for review? No, uh, he's referring to what he has to do as a court of appeals judge uh, and apply the Supreme Court decisions. In fact, there was an email that also was uh, declassified in which he said he uh, he opposed using the word settled law because not many that's not a consensus among the scholars, and there were justices that didn't believe it was settled, and they would overturn it if they could. Got to go on that note, Matt. Thank you so much, my friend, for the time. Always good to talk with you. Matt Staber, president of Liberty Council, and we're going to follow it up uh, from their perspective. Go to lc.org on the web. That's lc.org, and also their other website is libertycouncil.com. 
We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Just before the Kavanaugh hearings wrapped up this afternoon on Capitol Hill, former White House counsel John Dean was questioning Kavanaugh's judicial independence. The prediction came during testimony before the Senate Judiciary Committee. If Judge Kavanaugh joins the court, it will be the most presidential powers-friendly court in the modern era. In written remarks, Dean called that deeply troubling. But former Deputy Solicitor General Maureen Mahoney says Kavanaugh has a history of being his own man. He repeatedly ruled against the Bush administration where he worked prior to becoming a judge in his first three years on the bench. claims came on the fourth and final day of Senate confirmation hearings for Kavanaugh. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. A down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 79 points to close at 25,916. The Nasdaq lower by 20, the S&P declining by 6, oil down to 67.75 a barrel. This is SRN News. President Trump touting his pro-Israel accomplishments. In a conference call with Jewish faith leaders and rabbis, the president offered his warmest wishes to the Jewish people in the United States and around the world as they celebrate Rosh Hashanah. During the call, Mr. Trump listed several actions his administration has taken including recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem, and removing the last known Nazi criminal from the U.S. He also said if the Israeli-Palestinian conflict can be resolved, we will deliver it. Greg Clugston, SRN News. Billy Graham's daughter, Ann Graham Lotz, is asking people to pray for her as she fights breast cancer. Lotz states in a post on her website she was diagnosed back in August and is having surgery later this month. The North Carolina-based evangelist and author says she was disheartened at the news at first, of course, but has been encouraged by putting her faith in God. She is the second oldest of Billy Graham's five children. This is SRN News. New security footage shows a gunman who killed three people in a downtown Cincinnati office high-rise firing randomly while carrying a briefcase with hundreds of rounds of ammunition. Cincinnati Mayor John Cranley says a video obtained from Thursday's downtown shooting highlights a heroic response of police officers. You can see the guy shooting at the cops and them not being afraid and engaging to end it. With hundreds of rounds of ammo, if he had gotten on the elevator, if he had gone up to a floor... If he'd been there a little bit earlier or longer, many, many more people would have been killed. Three people died in the attack. Two remain hospitalized. Florence could cause life-threatening surf and rip currents along parts of the U.S. East Coast this weekend as the storm swirls across the Atlantic. Though weakened to a tropical storm, Florence is expected to regain hurricane power as it nears Bermuda. The National Hurricane Center says the storm had winds of about 65 miles an hour earlier today. More details at srnews.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. 
We are here to give you strength between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something. It's something we touch. We've seen it. It does something to our senses. It's real. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Dr. Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory has a free gift for you, the Elijah map. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. See the fascinating story of the prophet's journey with insights into his impact upon God's people and learn how to impact your world for God. Get your free copy of the Elijah map at letstalkfaith.com, keyword map. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword map. You're a donut away from Sunday school, right in your car. Faith Talk, 570, 910, and FM 102.1. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is brought to you by EDI Travel. of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Go to wava.com, use the about their businesses. For all the details. I have Patrick Island Jr. wava.com, type in the keyword story, and thank you. If it's news about Christian faith or values, they won't carry it. We will. You can hear it on the Don Crow Show. Live from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios, it's the Don Crow Show on 105.1 FM, WAVA. Hey, how you doing, folks? Hello there, and welcome to another hour of the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get the chance to uh, get together and talk about what I call matters that matter, issues of significance that you and I need to get informed about. But the whole point is let's get informed and then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. Happy to share the day as well with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. The show is brought to you in part by Local Expert Realty, where Realtor Christy Moore promises she'll sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. You want to talk to her? Here's her number, 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858 or go to soldin58.com on the web. That's the words sold in and the numbers 58.com. From time to time during this uh, last hour of the week, in terms of the show, the six o'clock, uh, the five o'clock hour, rather here on Fridays, we have a feature called "Meet the Pastor." It's a chance to introduce you, our WAVA listeners, and you folks in Tampa as well, to some of the Christian leaders from across the United States. But from time to time, we're privileged to have pastors from other parts of the world with us as well. And I'm delighted to have Pastor Isa Jesse Abraham, a former Muslim imam who is now a passionate follower of the Lord Jesus Christ and founder of Covenant Salvation Ministries, senior pastor of the Covenant Salvation Bible Church in Abuja, Nigeria, where, in fact, he shares the pastoral ministry 
of the church with his wife, uh, Damaris, who is also here in the studio. So uh, I met these folks uh, through a mutual friend who I'll mention uh, a little more in detail a little later, Dr. Michael Omatoso. But in March, we shared a pastor's conference together. And uh, the Reverend uh, Abraham is Nigerian, born in a strong Muslim Hausa Fulani family from Kano State, found the Lord Jesus, or I guess we'd say the Lord found him back in November of 1995. And now he and his wife are holding forth the word of life with the power of the Holy Spirit in the nation's capital of Nigeria. So, uh, Pastor Isa, uh, it's great to have you here. It's really an honor to finally close the gap here. We've talked about doing this. Yeah, welcome, Dr. Don. And uh, Damaris, I'm so glad that you uh, got here. You came just this last few days, I guess, arriving in the U.S., but nice to have you here as well. Thank you, Dr. Don. It's an amazing story, and uh, it's one of those where I don't know quite where to start, but uh, uh, Isa, let's start with you. Your background that I just briefly referenced, you certainly didn't grow up a Christian, uh, but rather as a Muslim and then ended up being a Muslim imam. Uh, You really rightly said it. Jesus Christ found me. I was born into a strong Muslim family. My family are indigenous of Kano State. I was born and brought up in Kaduna. From the time I began to comprehend things, I grew up to find myself in what we call Arabic school. In Hausa, it's being called Makarantana Allo. For 27 years of my life, I studied and read the Quran. Grew up to become what is called Al-Mudin a person appointed to call Muslim into a congregational prayer. From being an al I grew up to be an imam. Imam is someone who leads a congregational prayer of the Muslim, either in the mosque or in any place where the Muslim gather together to pray. In the course of my journey of life, I met my wife as a nominal Christian. I converted her into Islam, and we got married in an Islamic way. Changed her name from Zainab, uh, from Damaris to Zainab. Meanwhile, the very evening I met her, few hours to my meeting her, I will remember this vividly. As an Almudin, I call the sunset prayer, which says, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Ashhadu Allah, ilaha illallah. Ashhadu Allah, ilaha illallah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Hayya ala as-salah. 
Correct. I call this congregational prayer an hour 45 minutes after. I move away from where True, I call but our family house. Yep. That was in Josur Kaduna. True. And I moved to a place where but, we met. But in his defense, you shouldn't be jumping off sides. You know, false meeting. start, whatever you want to call it, Jason. It cra- cracks me up how we get all the different lingo. But anyway, and then also, you got to find a way, you know, you know, to punch it in from the half yard line. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it would have been nice for for to re- review it because you really can't uh, assume anything anymore. You're right, man. Look what happened last night. I would have thought for sure Atlanta was going to punch it in the end zone that first series. Agreed. And uh, as we got married, in the course of our stay, she had an encounter with Jesus Christ in her dream. I want to take a break right there. It's a good you're point right. to do it. Uh, you'd think I'd planned that, but it, uh, I'm sure, folks, you're following this closely. By the way, I do want to mention yeah. oh, that's that, true too. Uh, Pastor Issa and Damaris will be my guests yeah. no, at that's, Plymouth that's Haven a good Baptist point too. Church in our 10:30 I mean, service uh, Monday What do you Sunday think morning. about? Uh, yeah, so if you'd like right. to what do you think about Lady on Bell's holdout, then, Jason? We have much more to share right now, so stay with us. We'll take our break and come back with more. Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prattner, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ-centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son. Well, that's it. I mean, Patrick and I were talking, you know, about, let's suppose he sits out 10 weeks, that's $8.5 million. Okay. Can he really make that up in his career? I don't know about that, man. And receive a Christian education. Yeah, I mean, he could get that big contract Patrick's talking about. But you know, only so much of it's going to be guaranteed, number one. And then number two, we both know the the livelihood of a running back isn't too much past 32, 33. So, you know. 1 Peter 2.16 says, live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. 
Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Are you ready for something real? I think people just want something real. Are you ready for a church where people are genuine? You know, it's been our motto since I was a kid. I'm a real person living a real life for a real Jesus, having a real good time. Then you're ready for Real Church, a life-giving church doing whatever it takes for you to know love and live purpose. We're family and coming in to help and serve. Join us at Real Church beginning September 16th with services at 10 a.m. and 1130 in the Clearwater High School Auditorium at 504 Hercules Avenue. As they walk through they see people holding these signs that say that you're welcome here we're glad you're here they see smiling faces and people welcoming them real church with pastor david phillips beginning september 16th with services at 10 a.m and 11 30 in the clearwater high school auditorium i see real church as a church that's so genuine and so real that it helps to change the culture of your home it helps to change the culture of your job and empowers you to be jesus to your world details at realchurch.us that's realchurch.us Thank you for making my dream a reality and publishing my very first book. Karen Notner is author of Is Jesus Your Pearl? You encouraged me, you laughed with me, and you held my hand through the entire process. Karen's publisher is Zulon Press. Do you dream about publishing? Make the dream real with America's fastest-growing Christian book publisher. Your free publishing guide is waiting at ChristianPublishing.com. Thank you so much to all the wonderful professionals at Zulon Press. Visit Zulon Press at ChristianPublishing.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. And that's Luke 21, 24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people, the blinders will start coming off. That's when the gen- time of the Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. WAVA, and also yep. happy to share the afternoon with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on Faith Talk, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida today. It's a feature that we do from time to time here on the show called Meet the Pastor, and I'm introducing you today to a pastor from Nigeria. That's and right. his wife as well, Pastor Issa and Damaris Abraham. They pastor in the capital city of Abuja. Uh, if you've been hearing the first part of the uh, the show, you know he is uh, has an amazing story of coming out of the Muslim faith, a strong You know, why is it everybody's so harsh on Blake Bortles? I don't think he's that a, bad of a quarterback, uh, Jason. And uh, I think Isa had to interrupt you at that point for the break where you were talking uh, about That's what I'm telling you, man. I don't think so he's as bad as people again. think yeah, he is. They've put him in a position just to manage the games. But haven't we seen Blake Bortles look like Joe Namath at times? Will you at least admit to that part? In her dream that led her into giving back her life to Jesus Christ and she became a committed Christian. Uh, long story. Okay, that's true. House with You're right. Handbill of a crusader she was invited to. Okay. And she looked at me in the face and she said, Oni, can you please take me to this crusade ground? 
I was trying to object to that. But somehow, I asked her, where is the venue? His mechanics were wrong. I had the message that brought me into a wonderful revelation of the Lord yep. Jesus Christ on that particular ground. Now, she had the dream of how Jesus appeared well, to her. And uh, she is here with me in the studio where she has something to say about that. We, uh, really, I'm anxious to hear. I know we shared it together in Nigeria. Yeah, and we tried to record it then, but the recording, we were in a restaurant. It didn't come out as well. But Damaris, tell us your story. You were, a, as your husband said, you were a nominal Christian. Yes, yes. But uh, what happened? I was a nominal Christian. My father was a military man. And uh, growing up uh, then, even though my dad would want us to go to, to church, uh, but along the way, sometimes we end up in church or we end up, uh, you know, not going. Uh, but after uh, growing up, I met my husband. Uh, actually, we met in a club. And um, before I knew it, within three months, we were married. But I have to convert to Islam. But you see, during that process, I was thinking of uh, why being a Muslim. You know, so I had a, a struggle in my spirit. But because I was not really a strong a Christian, the foundation was not properly laid, so I couldn't resist that uh, desire to want to convert. And so I ended up converting and we got married. So while in that marriage, I had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. In the night, in my dream, I saw a star in the sky. The whole star, was, the sky was dark. And I saw it's a, a very bright star. And that star turned to a plane. A plane. And when the door of a plane opened, an image, I saw an image, and it says, a voice behind, an image, and it says, a voice behind says, this is Jesus, the Son of the Most High. This is Jesus, the Son of the Most High. This is Jesus, the Son of the Most High. And then immediately, the, the, the image changed. And I saw another person just by the door. And that he was not speaking to, but a voice behind was saying, this is Gabriel, the angel in his presence. This is Gabriel, the angel in his presence. This is Gabriel, the angel in his presence. And then before I knew it, I saw people, you know, a, a, a staircase was dropped and people were climbing, going into the plane, going into the plane. And uh, before I knew it, I was the only one left, like in the whole world. And so it was my turn to go in. As I put my hand, lo and behold, the stairs rolled up and the door was shut and the plane took off. And while I was wondering, I turned to my left, my right, there was nobody. I was alone. And a voice, I had a voice. It says, I created you for a purpose. I sent you to planet Earth for a purpose in order to bring men unto me. But you choose your own ways. And like in my word, I have said, whatever a man sows, he reap. When you sow obedient, you reap obedient. When you sow disobedient, you reap the fruits of disobedience. 
And because you have sown disobedience, your reward shall be coming upon you in three seconds, brimstones of fire. And I found myself saying, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Give me another chance. I will tell men about you. I will tell people about you. Give me another chance. And I was crying. I was pleading. And I heard a voice in three seconds. And I looked. I saw a big, gigantic war clock up. And when the second move, there's a bell. The second second, a bell. And when it was almost the third, I screamed, Lord, have mercy. Lo and behold, I was still on my bed. But I discovered I had been crying in my sleep, and my pillow was soaked. And I, I, my husband, you know, just woke up because of the way I screamed. And he said, what is it? What happened? What happened? You know, I wanted to tell him my encounter, but I was afraid. Immediately, I remembered that Islamically, when I, a Muslim denied the faith, the, 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 you know, what he gets, the consequence is dead. Because it is believed that you have committed rida. That means you are supposed to die. In fact, the person that kills you is doing God a favor. And so immediately I was afraid. I said, no, I can't tell him this. But I was just crying. I couldn't stop. Because it was so terrible. And I said, it's a bad dream. He said, oh, okay. But I discovered that from that day, I couldn't sleep. Anytime I close my eyes to sleep, I'll see a pit burning with fire. And people are trooping into it. And I'll wake up. I'll open my eyes. I couldn't sleep. One week passed, I couldn't sleep. And then into the second week, I put my head on the ground to pray. While my head on the ground, with my head on the ground while praying, I heard, you hypocrite. How long shall you continue like this? If you continue like this, you die, you go to hell. And I turned. I saw my husband praying. He was not talking. So after the prayers, I asked, did you say something while we're praying? You know why? Because while we're praying, after that encounter, anytime I put my head on the ground, I was no longer say, reciting the Islamic uh, uh, words of prayer. I was saying the Lord's Prayer or sharing the grace. I repeat it again, time and again, but my husband was not hearing what I was saying. So because I was afraid. But when I heard that voice, in the night, I couldn't sleep. Then the light, I stopped seeing the fire, not just at night. In the daytime, as I look, I'll just look like a fire. And I'll be shouting, fire, fire. Nobody's seeing it. And so, two weeks, I was having a headache, terrible headache. It's as if I was going crazy because of the lack of sleep. And I was seeing fire that no one was seeing. And so one night, while he was sleeping, I was standing. I have to go and stand and put my body, rest my body on the wall. And so while he was sleeping, I look at him and I say, look at this man. If anything happened to me, he will go and marry another wife. After all, it is permitted Islamically to, for a man to have four wives. Allah permits it. So now if I die, he will go and marry another wife. And nobody will hear my story. And I told myself, if I die, I will meet the one that I had encounter with. And nobody can take me from his hands or stop me from serving that consequences. And so I say it is time to make a decision. So in the morning, when I woke up, I started looking for church. I decided to go to the church. But where we're living in Kaduna then, that is in Zango Road in Kaduna, to the Fulani. 
I, there's a lady, an Igbo lady. Uh, she's a teacher in a school in, uh, in Kaduna then, around um, Bakindu, uh, Maazu, and so Labai Secondary School. So I was watching. I was asking people, please, where's the nearest church around here? Where can I get the closest church around here? And when they look at me with my veil on me, they were afraid. Because, you know, Kaduna, there's always right one way Muslim and Christian uh, having uh, issues. The killing of Christians, Muslims, there's always problem. So they thought maybe I was looking for the next church that the Muslims would go and born. So, but until when I saw her, she said, Ah, Hajia, Hajia Zainab, what are you, why, why do you want to, what are you looking for a church for? I said, I want to go to a church. She said, ah, no, you can't go to a church. I said, but, I said, look, actually, I was not a Muslim from the beginning. So I had to tell her my story in order to convince her to take me to church. But she said, I'm afraid. I can't take you to church. Because if your husband gets to know, they might chop my head off. I said, no, he won't know. So what do we do? I said, let me go and wait for you. Just tell me where to go wait for you so that when you meet me there, and then we go to church. So that was how it happened. She went to Angwamazu Junction, waited for me, and we went to church because she said that evening they have uh, a, a Bible study. But meanwhile, in the morning when I woke up, my husband was about going to work. He, he was a banker then. And I said, honey, we need to talk. He said, what this time? So I said, well, I'm going to church. He said, what? Church, if you try that, I'm going to kill you. I said, well, I'm not asking for permission. I'm only giving you an information in case you come back and I'm not home that I am in church. And, and he left. He said, try it. So finally, when we got to church, I met the pastor, gave my life to Christ after telling him my story. So when it was time to go to close, I said, pastor. It's very possible that this is the last time you are going to see me. He said, why? I said, because my husband had threatened to kill me if I come to church. And now when I go back home, I'm sure I'll meet him. So I might not leave. He said, he now picked his Bible. He said, don't be afraid. And he turned to the book of First John 4, 4, which happens to be one of my favorite verses in the, verse in the Bible. He said, fear not, little one, for ye have overcome him. For greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. I said, Pastor, who is in the world? He said, the devil is in the world. I said, okay, I got that. And so on my way back home, that voice kept echoing. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The more I heard it, the more I became bold. The more I was hearing it, the more I was getting bolder. And so I was ready to confront him, even uh, going back home. And so immediately I stepped into the house. He was sitting in the sitting room. And he said, Zainab, where the hell are you coming from by this time? I said, church, of course. He said, what? You went to church? And he was coming towards me furiously. And while he was coming, I said, you can't do me nothing. For greater is he that is in me than the devil that is in the inside of you. He just stopped midway. You know, later he confessed to me. He said, there is a belief, the Muslim belief, that Christians get initiated in the church by taking blood. And so probably, I am, uh, you know, maybe I got, I've gotten initiated. They've given me that blood. 
and we are since it's night, maybe I will do something to him. So he stopped midway. Let's stop at that point. <laughs> it's a, it's a, that's, these are the times I just wish we could just keep on going and let the tape roll, as they say. But we have to take a break. But this is an incredible story. As you know, you're hearing uh, just a bit of it. It's a bigger story than we're going to have time in this hour to cover. But if you're just joining us, you're hearing Damaris Abraham. She's the wife of Pastor Isa. And together they're going to be ministering, by the way, at Plymouth Haven Baptist Church at 1030 Sunday morning. Uh, at our church where I pastor. And uh, in addition, uh, you can hear more as we come back from this break. Stay with us. Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you owe more than $10,000? Are you juggling your bills only making minimum payments? Credit card companies are playing a dirty trick on you. They want you to think you must pay it all back, and that's simply not true. Credit card companies hate it when we expose their secrets. In fact, there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. National Debt Relief offers programs that help you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped Tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. National Debt Relief has earned an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're also the number one rated debt relief program by top consumer reviews and top 10 reviews. Don't declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. Settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call National Debt Relief now at 800-645-1660. 800-645-1660. 800-645-1660. My name is Lauren Sullivan, and I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis nine years ago and I was severely disabled and about six years ago my mother had found balance of nature so we decided to give it a try because at that point uh, nothing was helping I was skeptical at first but over time I realized I had more energy levels um, I was sleeping better which was huge and my hair looked better my skin looked better my nails looked better and then I was able to weed off some of those medications. And I know, had I not found Balance of Nature, I would not be living the quality of life that I am now. When you call, use discount code NOW. And we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. And use discount code NOW. Is the Bible off limits in the workplace? This is Law and Justice with Jay Sekulow. I have a friend who was told that during her lunch hour she was not allowed to do her Bible study homework because someone was offended by the fact that her Bible was out in the lunchroom. And I'm just wondering what her rights are. That's a really straightforward question. The answer is if someone's on their actual lunch hour or break time and they allow materials to be in the workplace during the lunch hour in the the lunchroom and she's working on a Bible study, it's not illegal if someone was studying for a school class, say, during their lunch hour, studying for a test, they would have the right to do that. And to say that the Bible study would somehow be a violation of the law is just not the way it's supposed to be. The fact is, the workplace is not this, again, religious-free zone where anything of any religious character has to be removed. The standard is, is the event likely to cause disruption to the workplace? And someone engaged in individual Bible study certainly is not going to do that. Get involved. Find out how at aclj.org. That's aclj.org. 
The next time you could use a pick-me-up, head over to godvine.com for uplifting and inspirational videos that you'll truly love. Join the millions of Christians from around the world who watch and share Godvine videos each day. They know that Godvine videos are specially chosen to bring joy and share the love of God and the wonder of His creations. For the very best Christian videos, visit us today at godvine.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. The Don Crow Show on WAVA, also sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience on 570 AM, 910 AM, 102.1 FM, Faith Talk in Tampa, Florida. And you're hearing just a bit of the story, and ama- well, stories, plural, the amazing stories of uh, Pastor Isa, Isa and uh, Damaris Abraham, by the way, we ju- I just learned during the break that uh, Damaris's story of her, she just had a little bit of time to share just a little bit of it, but the story is now just available in a new book at Amazon called Isn't God Awesome? I love that title, Isn't God Awesome? It's Damaris Zainab, Z-A-I-N-A-B, is uh, her publishing name, Damaris Zainab, Z-A-I-N-A-B, Isn't God Awesome? So you can get copies of it and read the whole story, more than we're going to have time here. But Pastor Issa, how about you picking it up from there as to uh, this earth-shattering event that had happened to your wife? (laughs) Uh, Just like she rightly said, that was how it happened. My wife gave her life to Christ, and on this fateful day she was invited for a crusade where she asked me to go drop her. And uh, I agreed to drop her on that same crusade ground. It was a three-day crusade. I dropped her on the first day and then got away to a place after which I came back to the crusade ground and picked her. We went back to our house where we resided at that time. The second day, I repeated the same, drop her at the crusade ground, move away, to my family house after the crusade was over. I came back, picked her, and we went back home. But on the third day of the crusade, it was the last day of the crusade, I dropped her on the crusade ground. Instead of me to go away as I did the first and the second day, I decided to stay behind. And as I sat on the trunk of our car, I had the preacher for that night preach about the date, resurrection, 
and the ascension of Jesus Christ. He was preaching from the Bible. And right there on the trunk of our car where I sat down, the Quran verses began to come to my heart. Surah 19, verse number 33, Jesus said, Peace shall be upon me the day I was born. Peace shall be upon me the day I will die. Peace shall be upon me the day I shall be raised from the dead. Peace shall be upon me the day you will take me up to yourself. Now here am I as a Muslim who was al, uh, an Al-Mudin who became an Imam in the mosque. Hearing the message that Isa al-Masih, as we know him in the Quran, being called Jesus in the Bible, and it was said by the preacher, he died, rose from the dead, and went back into heaven. And I will never forget this. The man said in his preaching that Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. If you want peace, come to Jesus when he was making his altar call. And this particular verse of scripture of the Quran was still lingering in my spirit. And I was thinking, Jesus saying, peace shall be upon me. And he is the Prince of Peace. The day I was born, peace shall be upon me. The day I shall die, peace shall be upon me. The day I shall be raised from the dead, peace shall be upon me. The day you will take me up to yourself. I begin to question myself. The Muslim said, when the Roman soldiers came to arrest Jesus, Allah took the image of Jesus, put on the face of an innocent Jew. Some said that the face of Jesus was placed on Judas Iscariot. Some said it was on the face of one of the innocent Jew and that innocent Jew was taken and was crucified in place of Jesus Christ. So I ask myself, if Allah is Allah, why must he deceive his creature to save his prophet? That Muslim have it this way. When he, Allah took his image and put on the innocent Jew, Allah took Jesus alive up to himself. But Quran said Allah took Christ to himself. To himself. He said, I am gathering thee and causing thee to ascend unto me. Now if Allah said, I'm gathering thee and causing thee to ascend unto me. This is Quran Surah 3 verse number uh, 55. I am gathering thee and causing thee to ascend unto me. The word gathered means I will cause you to die and then I will cause you to ascend unto me. This confirmed to us the verse of scripture where Jesus said, peace is upon me the day I shall die, the day you will raise me from the dead and the day you will take me up to yourself. As I was thinking of all of this, the preacher made his altar call. 
when he made his altar call that night, I had in my heart, I didn't give my life to Christ that night. But there was a conviction. Let's stop right there for a quick minute and come back only because we need to take another break. If you happen to be just joining us, talking with Pastor Issa Abraham and his wife Damaris here with us, her book is available to you, Isn't God Awesome? It's on Amazon, Damaris Zainab, Z-A-I-N-A-B, and it's in paperback and also in ebook, so it's easy for you to get. Stay with us. He was a nobody from nowhere who became a somebody who went everywhere. See the fascinating story of his journey with a copy of the Elijah Map with notes by Dr. Robert Jeffress free from Pathway to Victory. And learn how to choose and build an extraordinary life that impacts your world for God. You'll be inspired. Get your free copy of the Elijah Map at letstalkfaith.com keyword map. That's letstalkfaith.com keyword map. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, all your repair is free. Let's face it, we live in a time where we constantly have to sift through fake news and fake qualifications. Here in Florida, with the uptick in the need for electrical contractors, it's not unusual to hear about electricians who either portray their abilities beyond that which they're licensed for, or they're not licensed at all compromising the quality of work and the safety of their clients. You can rest secure knowing that Mr. Sparky electricians are fully licensed and qualified to perform the installations and repairs you require. Not only are Mr. Sparky electricians fully licensed, they're background checked, drug tested, they arrive on time, and every bit of work they do is satisfaction guaranteed 100%. And there's nothing fake about that. You don't have to put up with any malarkey called Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume. I've always wanted to focus my energies in the Christian community because, to me, having a career means more than just a paycheck. ChristianJobs.com allowed me to apply all my skills in a meaningful way. Find your true dream job today at christianjobs.com i found not only my dream job but my calling at christianjobs.com once you see the long list of quality job opportunities available you'll never settle for just a job again visit christianjobs.com christianjobs.com the following message is brought to you by health markets your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business do you offer health insurance to your employees call us now and see if you can save money do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees call us do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance call us do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-651-3235. 
That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. 64% say that God accepts the worship of all religions. What is wrong with these ministers today? Don't they know the first commandment? Thou shall have no other gods before me. There's 1,600 cults out there right now. Every one of them denies Jesus. You're not going to get to heaven that way. Jack Vanapie presents the stunning truth about Bible prophecy. Join the Vanapies this week. Sunday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1 and AM 910. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. You were, you were under great conviction, you were at a crusade, but you hadn't yet bowed the knee, had you? Yeah, like I was saying, the preacher made his altar call that night, but I had in my heart. This is because I remembered a scripture in the Quran that says, that is uh, 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 Surah 110 of the Quran. The verse of scripture says, uh, uh, it says, when you see Allah giving victory and help in battle, and you see multitude coming into the religion of Allah, you as a Muslim celebrate the praise of Allah. I have a conviction here now. To give my love to Christ. But I was thinking. Coming out of Islam. Where Allah said. I should celebrate multitude that I see coming. Now as a Muslim. How will I come out of it? And I'm thinking. If I come out of it. What will become of me? Knowing exactly. If a Muslim. Like my wife said. Give his life to Christ. Become a Christian. Or move away from Islam to any religion, his penalty is death. The crusade was over. He went back home. But from that particular night, I could not perform oblation to pray in an Islamic way anymore. From that night, what I did was, I picked my Quran and collected my wife's good news Bible and I went into a research of wanting to know the truth about what that preacher said concerning Jesus Christ. As I was reading the Quran, reading the Bible, I came across the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 where the Bible says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was, was God. And the Muslim believe, Isa, which is Jesus, Kalumatullah, which means Isa, the Word of God. And the Bible says, Jesus, the word of God. Jesus, the word of God. I came across the verse of scripture in the Quran where Allah said to Muhammad, 
concerning Jesus. You are one of our messengers of whom we cause some to excel others and some to be exalted above others. You are one of them. But we cause Jesus, the son of Mary, to excel above others. And we gave to Jesus the clear proof and we supported him with our Holy Spirit. We supported him with our Holy Spirit. And I read the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 18. Where Jesus said. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he have anointed me. To preach the gospel. To the poor. To bring deliverance to the captives. And recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Now I went back and I asked myself, the spirit of the Lord is upon Jesus. Allah said we supported Jesus with our Holy Spirit. That conviction came up alive. And I said to my wife, the following day, after 21 days of reading the Bible, equally with the Quran, go and tell your pastor, I will come and ask him a question. If you will answer me that question, I will give my life to the Lord. My question was, how can Allah have a son? So I followed her on a Sunday morning. And that pastor that day was preaching on citizenship. That Christians are citizens of heaven. Before he was done preaching, God answered all my questions. And that same pastor made his altar call and I went out. And gave my life to Christ. This is over 23 years ago. <laughs> oh, it shows in your face, my friend, as well. Uh, folks, uh, There's, uh, it's way too short a time, but we do have to wrap up the hour. I want to talk with Dr. Michael Omotoso for just a couple of minutes when we come back. But I want to thank him, first of all, for making this visit possible. And again, I want to remind you of two things. One, Damaris' story, Isn't God Awesome, available at Amazon. Damaris Zainab, Z-A-I-N-A-B, in uh, ebook, also in paperback. And also, of course, uh, they'll be ministering at our 1030 service at the Plymouth Haven Baptist Church Sunday morning in Alexandria. I'll also give you Issa's and his wife's email so that you can contact them if you would like when we come back. Get an early start with God's Word. Weekday mornings at 6, it's Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. There is no condemnation for those who know Christ Jesus. That salvation is forever. And it's 6.30, Grace to You with John MacArthur. God is choosing an heir. Think of your salvation that way. He chose you to be an heir of everything that He possesses. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. From the acclaimed director of God's Not Dead. I regret to inform you that your husband was killed in combat. When she lost her husband, he chose to save me rather than come home to you and your daughter. She lost her way. On September 7th comes an inspiring story about the power of family, faith. I'm not giving up without a fight. Courage and hope. He will show them that nothing is impossible. God bless the broken road. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters September 7th. 
Dr. Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory has a free gift for you, the Elijah Map. We're using the prophet's life to uncover seven secrets for living a successful and significant life. See the fascinating story of the prophet's journey with insights into his impact upon God's people and learn how to impact your world for God. Get your free copy of the Elijah Map at letstalkfaith.com, keyword map. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword map. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing,